Well, hello there. This is Fusebox 160, Mary Krampus, and I, I mean, and you, are dancing on the razor's edge between naughty and nice. <laughs> Anywho, Mark and Milt are undergoing a joint colonoscopy, so I'm your fill-in holiday host, Krampus. And I must say, we have, well, just a super swell, nifty, snifty show for you. I'm a fucking cramper. Oh, hello! You must be Milo. <laughs> And you must be Eco. Gee, I love you guys. Hey, everyone, it's Eco and Milo, the Japanese pocket squirrels, stopping by to say hi. Well, it's just randy dandy to meet you guys. Wow! <laughs> Me? My name is Krampus, and I'm a horned, cloven hoofed, anthropomorphic, half goat, half demon figure who punishes children who misbehave during the Christmas season. What the fuck? Ooh, ooh, Milo, no potty mouth now, okay? See, you don't want to misbehave right before Christmas, okay? Cause then I'd have to punish you, and that wouldn't be any fun. No siree. <laughs> Now that's a really great question, Eco. Well, there are lots and lots of ways I punish children who misbehave. Sometimes I whip them with a birch branch, or sometimes I eat bad children, or I drown them, or I transport them to hell. What the fuck? But the really, really, really bad children I give to Republican parents who don't believe in vaccines or science. But hey, not to worry, guys, I'm off the clock. And right now, I'm just here to have fun and introduce all the neato Fusebox clips from the past year. You're right, Milo. I do have my work cut out for me. Gosh, there was so much misbehaving this year. Why, the Republican Party alone misbehaved every single day. And don't even get me started on Florida. What the fuck, Florida? You said it, guys. But it's okay, because I really do love my work. And I have some really swell new punishments for Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell and Rick Santorum and, and Roger Stone and Kellyanne Conway and Tucker Carlson and William Barr. Well, the list goes on and on for sure. But right now, I say let's all sit back with a nice big bowl of Brussels sprouts and a hot steaming mug of cod liver oil and enjoy the very best moments of the past year from Mark and Milt and everyone at Fusebox. Fusebox. And again, when you have 15 people, and the 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero,、uh, that's a pretty good job we've done. Fusebox number 
unprecedented. You know, uh, that grand old fact-checking site, Snopes.com, has launched a big uh, crowdfunding thing to help keep it going stronger than ever in what they are predicting to be a uh, record year of fakery. True that. <laughs> yeah. They evidently have uh, sought partners in the past with some uh, social networking giants. And in one case, uh, for sure, walked briskly away. They were going to have a perhaps possible relationship with Facebook, for one. But uh, stating that, quote, Facebook has more people on their PR staff than there are formal fact checkers in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And your point? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and they went on to say that uh, fact checking in big tech environments uh, amount to little more than, quote, credibility theater. So uh, if Snopes was to to make a difference in the fact-checking world, the the best way to do it was uh, under their own power, they thought. And uh, understand, friends, these folks, honestly, they have like 10 people in their newsroom diligently tackling uh, oftentimes the uh, weirdest, wildest, most outrageous claims ever known. Yeah, and then there's the stuff that doesn't come from the White House. Exactly. Can you imagine? So uh, they've set up a little uh, enticement page over at Snopes.com where you can uh, throw them a few bucks to keep going and even get a piece of swag or nine. Very reasonable. And, hey, these cats have been around for 25 years, friends, so uh, that speaks to their uh, tenacity, if uh, nothing else. And I, and I have used them on numerous occasions <laughs> when everything else has failed. <laughs> Will they tell me if Representative Devin Nunez is actually a giant manis alien? Dunno. But, uh, you know, he might sue you for asking, though. He's already sued a cow, I'm told. Yeah, the folks at Snopes say they expect 2020 to be bonkers in terms of debunking this information, but the business model isn't going to get better. There will be increased traffic, and it will be bigger in traditional metrics, but I think there will also be an appetite for a venue online where you can consume information without vitriol or spin, says Vinny Green from Snopes.com. I do not want their job. Yeah, tough. One might even say... Unrewarding. Thank you, Mr. Wells. From Fusebox number 141, Cancel Culture. Yeah, so the latest in Portland is, uh, like you said, that basically all bars and restaurants are closing, uh, at least to dine in or drink in, as the case may be, and they're uh, encouraging takeout delivery only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it, it, it's, it's uncomfortable, but it makes perfect sense. But you know what doesn't make sense? is this world-class ass clown saying this. Uh, but I will just say, one of the things you can do, if you're healthy, uh, you and your family, it's a great time to just go out, go to a local restaurant. Yeah. Likely you can get in get in easily. There's, you know, Let's not hurt uh, the working people in this country that are relying on wages and tips to keep their small business you know, going. So- Brilliant advice from Dennis Nunez there, Republican congressman from California who basically says, uh, go ahead and try Nero on for size and play the harp while your society burns up. Not only is he going against common sense, but also uh, 
It's kind of giving a big F you to his uh, commander and thief, the orange guy there, you know? I'd say that since only about 26% of Republicans feel that a change to their present lifestyle is needed, that why don't we just get the whole bunch of them together for a burn the poor rally and wait for them to fade to black? Well, I, I, you know, what, what's not looking good at all is the time it's taking to uh, sort out relief for folks. Again, the House and Senate uh, are at odds over semantics and policy, but it's really stupid. You, you need to help folks who are uh, on the front line of uh, whatever this is and uh, get them the help they need right now. Now, we've heard about, you know, checks going out in April and whatever, but uh, wow. We'll all get through this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm thinking that there may, uh, just may, <laughs> be a, a positive spin uh, to at least one part of this. Since the present crisis hits truly everyone, maybe some of those, uh, in particular, the more moderate of the MAGA group over there. Are there any of those? <laughs> well, you got to suspect that there are at least, you know, one or two. After seeing how this thing is being uh, kind of mishandled is sort of too soft, but uh, the priorities are all over the place. So egregiously out of proportion. Save Wall Street, right? Forget about the workforce. Save the machine first. You know, seeing that might have a uh, potential to move the needle for them a bit. I don't know, bro. These people, this uh, base of his, they're in total lockstep with that Frito-colored moron. Seriously, it, it's like some kind of cult leader worship thing or something. Some big brotherness from Fuse Box number 138, Virulosity. Um, Just who the hell is monitoring this stuff? Are they like those uh, meatheads at Ring, the video doorbell cats? You know, those towheads were caught uh, yucking it up over customers' video saved on their cloud, for Christ's sake. Well, as it turns out, Amazon now owns Ring, so uh, you could be right there. Great. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think you and I uh, talked a while back, it was a year or so ago, uh, about some technology that Google was playing around with that could uh, snoot the background sounds coming from an inquiry. For instance, when you say, hey, Google, and ask for something, this software was supposedly sifting through the background ambience to determine what was going on there, pick locators or certain sounds, and then based on that information, compile ads to position for you based on your surroundings. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. It's just fucking creepy, bro. Doesn't give me warm fuzzies. Uh, Especially if you're hanging out at Pinchy's All Leather Emporium and Fetish Carnival. <laughs> Especially that. So, Google has uh, another creepy zone as well. Uh, quoting the USA Today article, Google Assistant goes beyond the home speaker line to be an integral part of the Android smartphone platform. And uh, a feature on many devices from the Nest thermostat all the way to Lenovo smart displays and so forth. The recordings go way beyond just using the Hey Google wake word. Google manually tracks every search you make via your typewritten keyboard clicks. 
as well as every word uttered into many Google apps and even Google.com for voice commands. Continuing on here. So when we opened the Google Assistant app on the iPhone this week and said, we are told that Google only records you if you first use the wake word. Then how to explain this, huh? Every word was recorded and stored. We played it back and listened. And continued on the Google app on an Android Pixel phone and Google.com on an Apple MacBook Pro. The results didn't change. We were recorded every time. From Fusebox number 143, House Arrest. Did you hear about the David Icke interview uh, where he was talking about the uh, true nature of the coronavirus thing? It got pulled down from all the social media platforms uh, around, mostly uh, through pressure from the BBC. The BBC? Yeah, it appears uh, Ike was a guest on some uh, web streaming show called London Real with a guy named Brian Rose. Uh, is he a cousin or something? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. Uh, but I'll have our crack research department find out. How's that? Beauty. So evidently he was on this show, which I, I, I guess ran a couple of hours, and uh, I pretty much uh, shit-bombed the uh, YouTube <laughs> folks and the Facebook folks and a few others, even Elon Musk, and he called him a super psychopath. Whoa! Going on about stuff they're allegedly involved in and about... Uh, an hour after the thing was posted, evidently, the, 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 all the social media platforms took it down by what it appears now as uh, some strong-arm tactics by the BBC, since this show uh, emanates from the UK. Oh, well, for those who don't know this chap, David Icke, uh, he's a bit of a controversial figure. Uh, maybe safe to say he's a tad more civil of a version of uh, Alex Jones of InfoWars fame. Both deal in highly controversial, often very contested <laughs> theories uh, regarding global conspiracies and, uh, and the like. Now, I know that David Icke, he uh, started out as a show host or presenter, as they say in the UK. He was a sports announcer as well at one time until he had this epiphany in Peru in, I guess, what, the late 1980s or something? <clears throat> and just he just dropped out of all that stuff and uh, started to uh, relate stories of there being uh, reptoid aliens running the government and a cult, as he calls it, that uh, runs the world, made up of the globe's richest families and uh, some of those uh, reptoid guys. And he, he was doing this, of course, on nationwide television. Too much ridicule as you might imagine. And uh, he's also uh, written numerous books over the years on the subject. That Brian Rose guy says that uh, at the time that this thing was streamed, it was the second highest ranking streaming event ever. Oh, is that right? Well, you know, because the first highest was uh, Panty Boy Ferd showing off his Disney-themed Jello mold collection. Or maybe the one where he was playing Fortnite while in a bathtub filled with live snakes. This is like where I show you my extraordinary skill. 
Yeah, I think I missed that one. To each their own tub of snakes, I always say. Yes, you do. And I think you can, uh, <laughs> I think you can quit saying it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, be that as it mayn't. The uh, thing about that I want to address is, uh, frankly, d- do we all have to be protected from these ideas? I know that's how they want the optics to be. There are social media guardians, you know, and they're ever vigilant, seeking out the damaging ideas of red-hot hate, seething with the damage-filled hatred of damage and hate. The thing is, every time they pull stuff like this down, it just strengthens the, uh, the view or position of the pulley. The social media company, then, they just look like censors, or worse, like dictators, which I suppose um, is in their full right to do. It is their platform, friends. They made it and said, come play. Okay? Nobody has to play there or subscribe to their ridiculous terms and conditions because once you agree to that, despite the optics of having your site demonetized, pulled down, redirected, or whatever, you let these miscreants do it by signing up. True that. Hey, look, I'm not forgiving them. I'm just saying, hey, maybe it's time for another platform, you know, that truly is really free. Yeah, you're going to get all kinds of stuff out there. Yes, you will. But we're supposed to be critical thinkers, right? Maybe that's the bigger issue. Many folks just get swept along by whatever snaps their attention spring. And then mindlessly take to heart anything that is written in a colorful box. Here's a couple from Fuse Box number 140. Flatitude. You know, the the, uh, conspiracy theory I've heard is that uh, NASA and some other government agencies are uh, guarding the Antarctic ice wall that uh, surrounds Earth. And they say that uh, NASA photoshops its satellite images. Yeah, I've heard that too. Um, And also that the reason they say this is uh, based upon observations that... um, the color of the oceans change from image to image <laughs> doesn't seem very concrete to me, but uh, and also that the continents seem to be in different places in these photographs. Well, now right there, there that kind of gets into that whole Mandela effect territory, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, thinking a continent is in one place and then uh, finding out sometime later that it's in a completely different place, and uh, yeah, and, and I, I mean. Seriously, though, man, once you go down this rabbit hole, you're going to you're just going to be very distracted at best. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing I found interesting uh, about that Antarctic uh, ice wall that the true believers say is uh, surrounding the outer edges of the earth is uh, is that there was a recent convention of these flat earth folks and uh, (laughs) a chap named Darren Nesbitt referred to the, quote, Pac-Man effect as a reason for why planes don't fall off the edge of a flat Earth. So, um, (laughs) I don't know. So, according to the science news website physicsastronomy.org, which featured an interview with Nesbitt, 
He says, when a plane or other object reaches the edge of the horizon, such as when Pac-Man reaches the end of the screen, that object will teleport from one side of the planet to the other, a la Pac-Man, entering the other side of the screen. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's correct. A kind of rubber band teleportation effect is employed to keep things on the disc. So do we get, like, uh, extra points or or, uh, maybe a fruit basket for uh, going from one side to the other? Doubt it. Uh, Just a little over a year ago, back in 2018, the members of the Independent Investigations Group, this is a group that was formed back in 2000, uh, to do just that, actually, prove or disprove beliefs about any fringe area you can imagine, and uh, uh, also some paranormal stuff in there as well. They go after it all, friends. But uh, they all assembled at the Salton Sea on June 10th of 2018 to demonstrate the local curvature of the Earth. It was attended also by supporters of the Flat Earth. And uh, the encounter between the two groups evidently was recorded by the National Geographic Explorer. This experiment successfully demonstrated the curvature of the Earth via the disappearance over distance of boat-based and shore-based targets. So, uh, there was a war? Well, I'm thinking that the uh, believers will always believe. and uh, Kind of like the White House. Well, yes, exactly. They will always follow their belief, no matter how it's shown to be flawed. They're uh, imaginative folks. They didn't accept the findings that uh, they were witnesses to. Well, clearly, it was all staged by Disney. And they had NASA in on it, too, and the whole thing was just an incredible holographic projection using technologies from uh, an alien civilization, long thought dead, but uh, brought back to life by the giant manis aliens. And then there's whatever those flat earthers thought. Naturally. Here's a couple from fuse box number 137. Appetite for distraction. And uh, speaking of aquatic lizards... Friends, there are many, and I we're, seem to be plagued by them uh, hourly now, uh, new health scares flitting about out there, but uh, none are as cunning or vicious as this one. Sadly, it only seems to be happening in one familiar locale to us. We have been alerted by the National Weather Service that they have issued an unofficial warning for falling iguanas. Yes, just a few days ago, the National Weather Service issued an alert for falling iguanas due to the unusual cold snap that's hit the Sunshine State. This isn't something we usually forecast, but don't be surprised if you see iguanas falling from the trees tonight as lows drop into the 30s and 40s. The Weather Service tweeted, quoting from the Weather Service again, Iguanas are cold-blooded. They slow down or become immobile when temps drop into the 40s. They may fall from trees, but they are not dead, the Weather Service said. Once temperatures reach a certain level, iguanas stiffen up (laughs) and fall out of trees. Yes, 
Kind of like me. According to Chris Michaels, a meteorologist with WSLS TV in Norfolk, Virginia, this is something that has been observed over the years in South Florida. At about 50 degrees, iguanas can become lethargic, Michael said. It's when the temperature drops to about 40 degrees or lower that their blood doesn't move around as quickly. As a result, they can stiffen up and fall out of the trees in which they frequent. Uh-oh. Right. I have produced a fair amount of uh, game voice uh, recording sessions over the years, either as a talent or as an engineer. And uh, you know what, friends? It's not really as fun as it is, allegedly, playing the game. Uh, just saying. These can be some really tough sessions for the talent. Uh, seriously. Yeah, well, I guess all the screaming and yelling and jumping around would get to you. Yeah, and that's before the session starts. <laughs> no, man, it's a thing. It really is. Well, actually, I, I've enjoyed them on one level. Um, at, after one of those recordings, it really does feel like some massive workout and that maybe your game got notched up a bit afterwards. I mean, it does kind of feel like that. If you don't blow your cords out. Yeah, and luckily... Uh, that has not happened to me, but I have been in sessions where it has, and it's easy to see how. I mean, if you're doing this thing right, you're uh, completely invested in this character, and I don't care how minor it is or whatever. And I know, for me personally, I'm always thinking, let me give the character designer something to work with vocally, you know, to enliven that animation, even though a lot of the times we, uh, we don't actually get to see the characters beforehand. Seems to me I've heard that the uh, scene details can be uh, a bit sketchy at times. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And there can be a, a good reason for that sometimes. Uh, might be times where um, certain details about the scene aren't really uh, nailed down. Or the, or the character you're playing has to serve multiple purposes because there are various things that could happen to that character based on player choices. So... They need to uh, cover a bunch of possibilities, and sometimes, well, they're just plain vague. I've never played one. Really? Well, you know, I take that back. I I, uh, I did play Strip Solitaire once. Yeah, you know what? Don't want to know about that one. Looking on the bright side, from Fusebox number 142, Pandamaniacs. There is a lot of fear and confusion, uh, at the least, uh, whirling around us these days. And some folks have decided to make lemonade out of these virulent lemons. Yeah, but should you really drink that, though? I mean, uh... Well, let's ask the experts. I think really would have been imprudent. Yeah, well, there you have it. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. That kind of clears it up for me. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, around this globe, folks have been doing things to... uh, minimize the panic wherever possible and in uh, many clever ways, it would appear. I think one of the first ones that hatched up out of this uh, thing, uh, just just good common sense, came out of the great state of Kentucky, where the uh, local distillers there... They got one or two. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, well, they, they stepped up, saw a need, and filled it. I saw what you did there. Thank you. 
So they uh, started to create hand sanitizer uh, from the byproducts of the distillation process. Alcohol is usually, um, from what I'm told, is about 60% in most hand sanitizer formulations. So it was a uh, natural fit, you might say. They started distributing this stuff immediately. Uh, To my knowledge, for free, too. I don't think they were making any scratch on that deal. Might want to hold on to one or two of those things, though, you know? I mean, uh, collectors will be going out of their damn minds to get one of those Pappy Van Winkle limited edition hand sanitizers. <laughs> Could be correct, Mr. Keynes. It's a, it's a voracious market for such things. Been my experience that the uh, distillers community in that part of the country are most generous folks, and uh, genuinely so. There are many stories of those cats uh, helping out other distillers during a, a disaster or emergency situation, you know. Um, well, you were telling me about that one place that burned down and nearly lost all their barrels in that fire. Yeah. And while it was being rebuilt, the folks around there chipped in and helped rebuild it, even storing the remaining barrels for the guy while he got back up on his feet. And, and I'm also happy to report that uh, Portland here has uh, also stepped up to produce the sanitizers. We've got one or two distilleries around here, um, as has... Uh, Atlanta and uh, North Carolina. So uh, supermarkets have also stepped up, offering uh, slots reserved for the uh, elderly to make sure they don't miss out on essentials. Uh, Some banks are taking similar steps, (laughs) provided they're open. And uh, air pollution has plummeted in cities with uh, high rates of quarantine. Satellite readings, apparently, of uh, air pollution levels over China and Italy show that the regions hit hardest by the COVID-19 thingy have also caused air pollution levels to decline dramatically. Some reports estimate that China's quarantine has saved more than 100 million metric tons of carbon dioxide emissions from entering the atmosphere, which is about the equivalent of what Chile produces in one year. Not only have uh, similar effects been reported across Italy, the canals and uh, waterways of Venice are reportedly cleaner than ever, with the waters uh, shining crystal clear in the absence of diesel-powered boats and gondoliers. Big surprise. Well, that right there, that is a big plus. Of course, uh, they might find some missing mob guys now. Grim. But true. TheFuseBoxShow.com Um, is that it? That's the best Fusebox has to offer in 2020? Eesh, what a total shit pile. What a fucking waste of... Oh, hey! Wow, that was, uh... Fusebox! It's the show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. Mm. Yeah, pathetic doesn't even come close to describing it, Eco. So, now what? Can I go home, or... Uh, Huh? Push up... Which button? This button? Okay. Treason sneezing from your I'm not sitting for a week host, Mark Rose, and all of us here at Fusebox. 
We sure hope you enjoyed our 2020 clip show and a sphincter full of polyp-free thanks to our pal Krampus for stopping by to help us all out. And a eulog full of thanks to Carol Adams, Rob Askew, Alex Buchanan, Scott Campbell, Nico Lane, Aaron Lane, Devin James, Eric Jurda, Fernande Nende Lee Murr, Jody Lorimer, Sabra May, Gerald McQuinn, Sam A. Mowry, Zoe Nelson, Eden Neuendorf, Keith Olbermann, L. Stanger, Bob Sterry, and Joshua Willis for joining us on this uh, roller coaster of a year. As always, we extend our biggest thanks to everyone out there who pushes play. And we sincerely hope you stay coronavirus, uh, murder hornet, and Republican free as we head into what we can all only hope is the beginning of the end of what has been nothing short of the most extreme and challenging absolute crap fest of a year. So here's to better days ahead for all of us because, well, <laughs> we've certainly earned it. Happy holidays from all of us here at Fusebox and until our next cartoon. you.